Welcome to Bariatric Business Accelerator, the podcast created for busy weight loss practitioners and their teams who want to systematize, simplify, and accelerate the growth of their new or existing weight loss practice. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and today we are talking about a very important topic, particularly nowadays. This is something that I'm having conversations with a lot with existing weight loss practitioners, as well as those who are considering specializing in obesity weight management. So it is what are the pros and the cons of establishing a weight loss practice or any independent practice for that matter. And it could be something that you're going out on your own, specifically I'm talking about, or it can even be adding a new service in your health system. However, this is more specific to the independent practitioner, the person with that entrepreneurial spirit. I know I've been an entrepreneur with my husband for, uh, gosh, well over 25 years, and it has been very exhilarating. It's also had its share of challenges, as anyone who's been in a similar situation can relate to. And I also have the joy, I've worked with practitioners who have started their practices and still are working with me through my membership or other services that I provide for them. And I also have the opportunity to help people set theirs up from the, the ground up, so to speak. Right now, my dance card for that is full. However, I do a lot of that too through membership. We can do a lot of work on that uh, through membership. It's just not as intense one-on-one -on -one work. But let's get to the crux of the conversation. That is the pros and cons of establishing your own uh, medical and or surgical weight loss practice. So the first pro really is that you have autonomy and control. One of the first things I ask any practitioner that I am going to work with is what is your vision? Your vision is uniquely yours and it gives you the opportunity to really think that through and really uh, determine who it is you want to work with, what you want your schedule to look like, how you want your team established, what you want the, the vibe in your office to be, how you want everything designed. It's really a lot of fun, but your vision is the beginning and you have control, you have autonomy and you have control over how that looks. So that's a very exhilarating thing. It can be as specific as your logo. I mean, down to the the details. Uh, and some people love the details, some people don't. I happen to love the details. But anyhow, you have autonomy and control. That's probably number one. The second thing is you have financial rewards, potentially higher than where you may be right now. So you can design your program how you want. You can focus on efficiencies, on uh, how you're creating your team, how that is all structured, and you track things very closely when you are the practitioner there. You have control over your expenses, what you're charging, and it gives you the opportunity to uh, add in additional services and make things uh, more potentially profitable for yourself. So you have some financial autonomy. Uh, you also have the ability to create patient relationships in the way that you want them created. Some people do telehealth, some do all on site, some do a combination, personalized uh, uh, podcasts or group uh, education. Some uh, do lots of other things and they can schedule their patients how they want. So you can determine that patient relationship and start that in a much more impactful way before they ever become a patient of yours. You develop these patient relationships 
And one of the things I find in private practice is that you end up with a lot of word of mouth referrals because especially if you pay attention to this, you create an experience that is so special for that patient. You help them get the results. They feel connected to you and your team and it's just a natural evolution. So you get to develop uh, some really personalized patient relationships. If you're guiding your own schedule, you determine how much time you're spending with your patients all of that. So that is the third pro. The fourth pro is that you have flexibility. You have flexibility on how you want your day scheduled, how you want your patient schedule to be run. You have more autonomy, like I say, over uh, that and that whole flexibility in terms of when you want your office to be open, how you're providing your care, and flexibility. From a personal standpoint, I know for my husband and I, uh, he determined uh, that it was time to go into private practice, partly because we had four young children at home and he was missing a lot. He was missing so many different things with the kids and this gave him the opportunity to schedule uh, his day uh, around some of their activities. So that was very helpful. That flexibility was really important to us. The other uh, fifth pro I think is just uh, the professional, it's fulfilling. It's very exciting and fulfilling to take something, to create it, to uh, have it evolve over time and have it be something that you've created. And, and you can also use that in a legacy format as well in terms of down the road, having some flexibility in terms of, of what happens when you're ready to transition to some to retirement or uh, whatever you have in mind and whenever that is for you. So those are some of the big pros that can play into determining whether or not you wanna become a private practitioner. The cons, or I guess I never like to call them cons, even when I'm working with my team members, it's opportunity for improvement, but it's the things that can be the most frustrating. Some of those include, first, there's an administrative burden you have the burden of everything. It, it The buck stops with you. So when things are going really well, you get to celebrate that. And when things aren't going so well, you are the one who's responsible for helping to make sure that your team is moving in a direction to correct, to right the ship, to keep things moving along, to grow your practice. So you have administrative burden, and it's not just in terms of finances, but it's also in terms of human resources, keeping up with all the uh, requirements in healthcare, HIPAA, uh, anything else that you're offering in your practice, making sure that you are on top of the administrative requirements uh, that are required by law in healthcare. And anyhow, it just it's one of those things that you can get outside resources to help, certainly, um, but you have to take that lead and make sure that everything is uh, is compliant. So that administrative burden is something that you end up taking on. The other thing is, while we talked about financial reward, one of the other cons or potential issues is you have the financial risk. You have a team that you hopefully love and enjoy working with and who really respect you and want to work for you too, but you have their livelihood in your hands. And so you have the financial responsibility. If there's ever a time, you know, when COVID hit or any of those sorts of things, it was kind of like a deep breath. And how am I still going to take care of these people that I have on my team and still be able to take care of my own family? So those things play and you have financial rewards, certainly, but you also have the financial risk that's involved. Uh, we talked a little bit about the regulatory challenges that went along with the administrative burden. Uh, the other thing is staff management. This is one of probably for practitioners, one of the 
a very stressful thing uh, in many ways, just because you want to have a team that supports you and respects you and fulfills and helps to bring your vision to fruition. But it's it can be a challenge, you know, people uh, hiring competent team members, being able to uh, reward them in ways that are meaningful to them, making sure that you have enough team, not too many, but just enough, what to do when somebody calls off, how are you managing that? The staff or human resource aspect of it can be quite draining, to be honest. Once you build up a team that is really cohesive and really on board, a lot of that you, you can breathe a lot easier. And uh, you always have to be prepared for if somebody's going to be moving on because you support your team. You want them to accomplish their goals. But by the same token, that whole human resource staff management piece can be quite challenging. The other potential con con is a market, uh, com the competitiveness in the market. And I always encourage the practitioners I work with to stand out in a different way, to really be yourself, to own your beliefs and your views with regards to weight loss, making sure that they're medically sound, but making sure that you're out there. So uh, managing that marketing, that competitiveness is something that can be a stressor for many practitioners. Um, stress, as I mentioned, uh, just er with marketing and all that sort of thing, stress and burnout is a real thing. You feel it when you're in a healthcare setting and it's the same when you're in your own practice. You're the cheerleader. You're the one who's keeping the vision alive. You're the one who has these uh, really potential pros, but also the some of the struggles that can go along with it. And it's easy to be sometimes feeling like you're on a roller coaster so that uh, stress and burnout can be a real thing. And then the other thing is just making sure from a technological investment, you do have to make a lot of those determinations and you wanna make sure that you have a strong internal team and external team from uh, your legal team to your accountant to um, anyone who you're consulting with. I know I'm a part of an external team for many practitioners across the US. I love it. I always think about what would I do if it was my practice. I try to make sure that I give sound advice. It's very important to me. And I also love to work through any issues that come up with the practitioners and their teams. I love working with the teams. So anyhow, that is my viewpoint in a nutshell of the pros and cons of establishing a weight loss practice uh, and also how it is as you're going along in that practice. Right now, uh, a lot of the statistics show that people are not establishing private practices, but I'm finding a bit to the contrary. Health systems and a number of private practitioners are reaching out to establish uh, new practices, especially with the uh, incidence of obesity and the new uh, injectable medications and making sure that they can actually help their, their practice in the best way. Some of them are private practitioners who are primary care and want to add medical weight loss into their practice. So that's, and I mean, I wrote a whole book on that. It's out there on Amazon. But anyhow, I've been around a long time. I love working with practices. There are definitely pros to having your own independent practice. There's also many cons. It's a matter of uh, determining what's best for you. Uh, what is your uh, level of risk aversion, uh, making sure that you plan uh, properly and you have strategies in place to ensure that you're going to be successful. There's no guarantees in life, but if you follow 
uh, best practices and strategies that will help you stand out in a crowded market, you will have much more likelihood of it succeeding. And um, anyhow, I love taking this journey with practitioners. So if you are thinking about starting your own practice, take these into consideration, sit down and really sit with it, think through it, involve your spouse, your family, uh, but make sure it's something that you're ready for. And uh, like I say, I always have helpful tips uh, in my complimentary resources at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. I also do uh, a lot of this work through membership. Uh, bariatricbusinessaccelerator.com, as well as private practice development in terms of other programs that I work with patients. So anyhow, I look forward to hearing from you. If you have questions, any other topic you'd like me to cover, reach out to me, carol, K-A-R-O-L, at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. Have a great day.